This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th. Only on Hulu. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Andy Baskin. I'm Daryl Ryder. Listen up, people. Mobile sports betting is finally live in Ohio. BetQL wants to help prevent you from making bad bets. In order to win big, download the BetQL app today and instantly get their models, best bets, live public info, sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. Use code OH25 for 25% off your first month. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 923thefan for exclusive sportsbook offers. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Let's pick that up where we were. So one of the things with perhaps going to 18 games and uh, having this international division is the thought of having to play on Tuesday and Wednesday nights too, which the league seems to be okay with. But then you've got also Friday and Saturday. We'll talk about that in a second. Daryl, before we get to that, though, I want you to finish the thought you had on international play before we went to break. Sorry about that. I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, it was really good. It was like earth shattering. It was earth shattering. Uh, clearly not, because the thought has escaped me. <laughs> You're talking about international teams and That's TV right. rights deals and playing on different days. Oh, oh, the greedy NFL. That's yeah. what we were talking about. The yes. greedy sons of guns at 36 Park Avenue in New York City. Right? I, I just... I am concerned that the league is going to get too big and oversaturate its product. Now, we in America, we're a bunch of gluttons, right? I mean, we <laughs> there's no such thing as too much here in the United States of America. Um, uh, but that that is really my uh, chief concern. I, I hope that there is no Tuesday or Wednesday night football or Friday or Saturday. Um I don't even know how that antitrust stuff uh, works. Well, they don't want to, they don't see, I think it's really, really bad place to go for the NFL to even try to play one game on Saturday. Cause that's the the rumors and stuff that I've been reading. College football is not in season. I don't have a problem with it. Like I don't don't have a problem when they're not in season either. Black Friday game that they're going to play. Right. I don't either. I don't don't have an issue with it because here, and and let me explain why, (laughs) especially because I'm ranting about the, the, the greedy, NFL, it's it's like a one-time event type of thing. It's sure. a specialty event 
situation. When the NFL has played on a Tuesday, it was because of COVID, right? They had to play on Tuesday to get the games in. Uh, It wasn't scheduled. That's my point. I'm against permanently scheduling games. Friday night should be for the high school kids. Saturday should be for college football. Plain and simple, except for, like I said, when college football is done with the regular season, and we've they did this years ago, and it's been a good uh, tradition where the NFL then picks up where college football left off, and you have those, uh, you know, the Saturday double and triple headers uh, that they do. But I, I just I don't see any value right now in Tuesday and Wednesday night football. Uh, there's already an uproar over flexing Thursday night football games uh, late in the season, e- even though I. If you're giving a, a, a team a 28-day runway to know that they're going to have a flex in the schedule, uh, one of the things they changed this year, now you can play two Thursday night games uh, in a season independent of a special holiday game. So, like, the Thanksgiving games do not count against your Thursday night football uh, allotment. So a team can conceivably could play th- three times on a Thursday if you include um, Thanksgiving. but. Um, I, I just, Amazon prime gave the NFL a boatload of cash, Andy. And let's be honest about it. When I was, how many, how many games did Al Michaels seem completely pissed and disinterested during the broadcast uh, last year? Right. Almost every, almost every, why? Because the matchups stunk. So mm-hmm. this is their way of giving Amazon more value with their TV package. That's what this is about. They got a boatload of money from a new media partner, and they are trying to get value out of it. And this is the way that they're going about doing it. And I think that given teams a one-month heads up that you're going to be flexed into a Thursday night game late in your season is probably the best compromise to be made in that regard. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Who was the owner, though, that one of the owners of the owners meeting stood up and said, do we care about the fans at all? Why can't we let them know when the games are going to be, at least the day and the site? What time is one thing. You can mess with time a little bit, but still, if you're flying in from another city, you're, again, you're, you're catering to a very small portion of a stadium if you're doing that. But, I, I like, I, I at some point, I think – the reality, although college football doesn't care, they they tell them when they're playing 10 days out, but at least they know they're playing on a Saturday and they know where they're playing. So, it was John Mara that opposed it, of the New York Giants. He's the yeah, one that's that it was, yeah. we, did, okay. we not care about the fans. Yeah. So let, let me backtrack for one second, just in case you were kind of wondering why Andy was saying you can't play on Fridays and Saturdays. The Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961 is what dictates all this stuff. And it doesn't say the NFL can't play games on Fridays and Saturdays, they can't broadcast games on Fridays and Saturdays where there's high school and college football games still available. And, you know, not counting bowl games or all-star games and stuff like that. I I just, I think it's really bad for this simple reason why the NFL should never play games on Friday night or on Saturday because of college football. 
let's not forget that the base and the reason that you get players to play in the NFL is because they want to be that guy on any given Sunday that can score touchdowns. And the best way to provide that product and to get kids to continue to want to play is to let everyone be able to watch them. If you're playing on Friday night during high school, it's not good. It's not good because now you're taking those high school kids out of the mix from watching your games when they're on Friday night. And it's the same thing on Saturday. If if it's one thing, if they want to play on Tuesday or Wednesday, I kind of get that. But man, when they mess with Friday or Saturday, they're messing with their future. And they've got this free ride minor league system that is in place. It works. It gets players where they want it to be. The game is starting to curtail. I mean, there's a lot of high school kids that don't play anymore. A lot of kids are drifting over to other sports. The last thing they want to do is mess with the pipeline even worse than it is. There are parents that don't want their kids to play anymore. And, you know, they need to think about their future. And their future should not be playing on Fridays and Saturdays um, during that window, uh, according to the, the Act of 1961, the sports broadcasting. And if they do that, then they're ultimately probably going to go the route that you see Major League Baseball go. They're going to start importing players from overseas, right? Um, like, I, I saw a statistic. It's coming. That They're going to have to. I mean, I, they're just aren't that. I mean, we're not that far away from high school's. I mean, it's it's just one or two lawsuits. That's all it is. It's one kid getting hurt in a game. That's all it is, right? And then it's the community that's like, you know, we love football, but, man, we maybe we can put the same kind of effort into soccer, or maybe we can put it into lacrosse, or let's make sure we're, we're – I mean, the free pipeline there is is huge for them. And, again, it, and then now it's becoming – I mean, we're just a matter of time where you you know there's already consolidated school districts out there that take in boats, like, I'll give you two, uh, Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights isn't just Cleveland Heights, where I went to school. It's Cleveland Heights and University Heights, because University Heights doesn't have a high school. So now you've got two suburbs together. Then you get into countywide teams. And, and what you're going to see in the future, though, because this has already been on the ballot for the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Plain you have ambitious, but let's be clear, countywide. Countywide. Oh, no, that's nationally. I mean... You can go from anywhere. You can go to these schools now, but the private schools, but they also have competitive balance to try to work things out to make it better. But I do think the future of high school football, if the numbers continue to drop the way they are, it's going to be one high school team for the city of Cleveland. I just feel it's going to be, or just let me just finish this thought for a second. You take two suburbs and now all of a sudden you're going to have one team because they tried to pass a rule last year that if your school district doesn't have football, you could play in a neighboring team that touches your suburb or your city. And that failed last year, but that's coming. I think that's going to happen somewhere down the road. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Daryl. I see the end of the gravy train. That's my thing. Yeah. I, I I really do. And that's why I, I fear the oversaturation that because I – we have become so litigious as a society that um, I I think that when you look 20, 30 years down the road, I think that there's a very good chance to your point about that pool of young players, right? Playing football is starting to shrink. Um, I, I can see schools potentially, to your point, abandoning football regardless of the profit because you can just make as much money from basketball 
uh, and you know you can you can make money from some other sports. Uh, it, it's not just football. So, um, I I I think that the NFL needs to be very very careful of uh, oversaturating their product, over expanding the their product as well. Um, because you know Major League Baseball, they're you know behind the scenes talking about expansion. The NBA is talking about expansion. Um, the, the thing in the new CBA where players are going to be allowed to invest in teams. Uh, I think that that's huge. So in LeBron, the NBA. Yeah. So LeBron James, can I, think that's, dangerous. I, I think that's very dangerous. I think that's very dangerous, very dangerous, but it's, that's going to be, it's going to be a big deal. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be a very, very big deal. So in WNBA teams too, it's going to, it's going to beef up the WNBA. I think it's going to help the WNBA. And it's going to make things really sketchy in the NBA, sketchier than they already are. <laughs> are you saying what you think? sketchy in the NBA? Yeah, that's true. Um, plenty more topics. We are going to get to them. It's always game day in Cleveland.